and welcome back to the Learning to Sit Still podcast. I want to thank you for listening and if this is your first time, I want to welcome you. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode and if you have an extra moment, would you consider leaving a review? It would be such a blessing as it helps others find this podcast. There is also a link in the show notes where you can download free Bible reading plans as well as a link that allows you to donate to this ministry. Your support helps us in continuing to encourage the hearts of women with the truth of God's word. For today's episode, we are back in our study on the Daughters of Eve series, where we are looking at another unnamed woman whose story is told in 2 Kings 4, verses 1-7. through Let's go ahead and read them. Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant my husband is dead. And thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord, and the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be bondmen. And Elisha said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me, what hast thou in the house? And she said, Thine handmaid hath not anything in the house save a pot of oil. Then he said, Go, borrow thee vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels. Borrow not a few. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons, and shalt pour out unto all those vessels, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. So she went from him and shut the door upon her and upon her sons, who brought the vessels to her, and she poured out. And it came to pass, when the vessels were full, that she said unto her sons, Bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, There is not a vessel more. And the oil stayed. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go, sell the oil, and pay thy debt, and live thou and thy children of the rest. This woman is in dire need and facing a major crisis. She is a widow whose husband was a man who feared God, a good man that evidently was known to Elisha. We don't know if there was an outstanding bill due that she had been left to deal with, but the creditor wanted to collect, and if she didn't pay, her sons would be taken away. Remember that in those days, women had very little means to support themselves, and their sons were their future. Without them, this woman's circumstances would be even worse. She was in a desperate situation. You could say that her back was against the wall, and she went to the one person she believed could help her, Elisha. In her critical state, you might think the prophet's response a little odd. Instead of offering words of comfort such as, everything will be okay, or assuring ones like, yes, I will help you, he asks two questions. What shall I do for you? And what do you have in your house? If the need wasn't so serious, it would almost be funny. It's as if he's saying, what do you want me to do? As if it's not obvious that she needs a means of getting some fast cash. Then right after he asks her what's in her home. I don't think this is the best time to ask if there was anything of value in her home since she probably would not be there if it was. But in reality, this was not what Elisha was asking, nor do I think it was meant to be unkind. He merely asked a question which would lead to an answer. She told him she had nothing but one pot of oil. Now, oil was a sellable item if you had more than just one pot. And Elisha tells her to start knocking on doors, borrowing vessels from every neighbor with an emphasis on getting as many as you can. Can you imagine what was going through her mind? She needed help. And this prophet told her to go visit her neighbors and ask them if they had any spare pots she could borrow. This was probably not the answer she was hoping for, but nonetheless, she did as he asked, trusting, no doubt, 
in his reputation that this was not a wild goose chase, but one with purpose. And this is a good reminder for us to have faith in what God's word tells us to do. It may not always make sense, nor be what we are looking for, but we can trust in his character that all he does has a purpose and a point to it, even if we can't see just like this woman did. Elisha told her to take all the pots she collects and pour oil into them from one pot of oil she owned. I like that phrase, shut the door upon me. Almost like saying, close the curtains, bar the door and get ready to see something amazing. And you know, that wasn't too far off. She and her sons collect every spare pot to be had in the neighborhood and begin the process of filling them all from one pot of oil. Can we just stop for a second and admire her faith? Truly, she didn't hesitate to act upon these instructions. She didn't stop to ask questions like, how is this going to work? Or why do I need so many? Why do I have to shut the door? She simply obeyed. How many times do we get caught up in the hows and whys instead of just simply obeying God's command? I want to go back to something that was mentioned earlier, trust. Trust is a key part of faith because when we trust someone, We will be more ready to obey, even if it sounds crazy, because we have confidence in who they are. This woman obeyed Elijah because she trusted his word, and we can trust in the word of our God. But first, we have to know him. This is why your quiet time is so important. Yes, I know. Here we go again. But it is your time of learning more about God, knowing and understanding more about his character and his care of you. Remember those interesting trust exercises where you fall back and someone hopefully catches you? When we do this and someone fails to catch us, we are less likely to do it again. But God has never once failed to catch us. He is never asleep and his reflexes are never slow. That is why we can wholly trust him and follow him in complete faith, just as this woman acted on the word of Elijah. To her delight, she poured and poured and poured poured some more oil into one jar after another until she asked for more and her son said, there is no more. What an amazing sight she and her sons beheld as they looked around at their home filled with jars of oil, a result of her willingness to act. I love what happens next. She tells the prophet about the surplus of oil in her home and he tells her to sell it all and pay off your debt, which makes sense, but it's the last part I truly love. Live thou and thy children on the rest. Isn't our God good? He doesn't just provide what she needed to pay off her debt, but gave her enough to continue to live on. Our God is amazing, caring, loving, merciful, kind, compassionate, and the source of goodness itself. He cares about us and our needs. He will provide for it all if we just trust him, taking him at his word. But There is one thing I want to point out about this story. The fact that Elijah asked her to take inventory of what she had. This has always been an interesting aspect to me as if he was asking, what do you have? In some ways, it reminds me of another question that was asked. What is that in thine hand? This is from Exodus 4 verse 2. As Moses voiced concerns about the people believing that God had really appeared to him, God's response was a question. Then he transformed the rod into a snake. Or what about the little boy who gave his lunch to Jesus? Jesus didn't need the lunch to feed the thousands, but he chose to use what was available and multiply it. Sometimes God asks us to look at what's in our hand, not that it's anything special, but that he can use what we have to do great and mighty things if we just 
give it over to him. This woman took her oil and acted on faith according to the word of the prophet and God honored her. What is in your hand that God can use if you only believed him? Now, please don't misunderstand. I'm not saying that everything we have can be multiplied and turned into something amazing. But what I am saying is that sometimes God uses what we already have to fulfill a need. Remember that he is our resource. He promises to provide for all of our needs according to his riches, not ours. And sometimes that takes the form of a simple pot of oil that can be poured and poured and poured some more. I pray that we will be women of faith, ready to act as God leads, because we can trust him with our whole heart. And this happens when we spend time in the quiet place, learning to sit still and know our God. I pray you have a wonderful day, my friends. Let's be women who sit still and trust the heart of our Heavenly Father, the one who loves us with an everlasting love.